So we've just been listening to the St. John Vianney Choir, who, as usual, are absolutely spectacular. And they've been singing one of the songs, I will Psalms, one of the, I will sing of your mercy, O Lord. So that's an appropriate no moment on which to think about a very different kind of movie. Silence is the movie of um, uh, a group of Jesuits back in the 16th century, I think. And they discover, the Jesuits hear, that one of their number in Japan has apostatized, that is, has, has turned his back on the faith. And two young Jesuits who were his pupils, two young Portuguese Jesuits, go to Japan to, to prove that that cannot possibly have happened to their mentor. And there they discover that that has happened. They discover this amazing, thriving Japanese Catholic community. And, and just to, to remind all of you, after Japan closed its borders, that Japanese community, despite intense persecution, continued right for centuries, with no priests, with no contact with Rome, no contact with the outside world, that community continued to thrive for centuries and centuries. We actually we know that when Japan finally opened its borders in the mid 1800s, um, it was a real surprise to the Americans and Europeans who got there to discover that there were already Christians there, the the hidden, the the hidden Christians who had survived despite persecution, particularly in Nagasaki, where this is where this uh, story is centered around. And these two Jesuits get there, they suffer torture, they're discovered, they suffer torture, the one dies tragically, and the other also apostatizes. And it's, Silence is a, a, a movie that I think really pulls up real questions for us as Christians, for us as Catholics, questions around faith, questions around our lives. So I have on the line, I'm, uh, today I'm going to chat to two members of the Christian life community. So they're a, a lay Ignatian community that spans the world. But from the local South African group, I have two people here, Anne and Frank. And we're going to chat to Frank first. I have him on the line. So good morning, Frank, and welcome to Radio Veritas. Hey, how are you? Very well, thanks. And thank you for chatting to us this morning. Okay. So well, I just wanted to, I I can hear you, yes. Um okay. I just wanted to know how did you find uh how did how did you experience silence? The moment uh, I entered in and looking uh the way things that were happening on that movie, it really get to me that uh, the silent thing yes, yes I couldn't be able to explain what it's silent but after that movie I've realized that uh, as believers as Catholic that we believe that sometimes when we do things I think silent sometimes it helps for our survival mm. yeah that's what I've realized especially when you go through the movie, because there in Japan, everything if you public, you'll be uh, you'll be killed. Mm-hmm. So with silent on your side, then at least you can survive. Mm-hmm. But as Catholic, it's hard to stay silent in what we believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to say, but. Yes, sir. It was so shocking. 
when I see everything that was happening and to see what people they believe, their belief they are on what, yeah, I don't know what I can put it in which way, but what I can say that belief is something that is huge. So it really kind of hit you in terms of a, a movie that challenges your faith and, and makes you think about faith. Yes, when you think about the faith and then you look at the movie itself, mm-hmm. that's where you realize that man, faith is not something small. Mm-hmm. It's something big, especially for lots of people that they believe. But uh, sometimes we realize that uh, when you believe, and then after that you also relook at yourself for survival. And then now that's where it comes to say, uh, let me be silent mm-hmm. for survival. Mm. Mm. So it was. Yeah, so it it really kind of so there you were kind of thinking about the word silence as, as in the sense of not proclaiming faith. That yes. sense of silence is something about not proclaiming faith. Yeah. That's, that's the main thing that the, uh, after I watch that movie, that what comes into myself that uh, I look at the faith and I also look at the silent part into my heart. Mm. That uh, sometimes with faith, yes, we want to impress ourselves on faith, to teach people the faith itself. But there in China, it's not simple. Mm. And and yeah, I presume when you when you watched that, did it? I uh, just is just a question, but did did it? I'm just struck that uh, not last month, but the month before, the Pope's intention that we were praying for was for Christians in countries suffering persecution. And and when I saw silence, it it kind of made me think about people now also, that even today there are people in countries who are Christian who who suffer persecution and torture for faith. I I don't know, did 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 that strike you at all? Come again? So when you were watching this, did it did it make you think about anything that's happening in the now, or were you just thinking uh, more about the movie itself? Uh, what came into me is what's happening on nowadays, uh-huh. whereby it's a little bit different, but somewhere else uh, it's almost the same, because you see people going to different churches looking for to be in touch with God. Mm-hmm. And then whereby you find that some of the churches, they, I don't know how they do, it's like they are torturing people in different ways. Mm. Yeah, like simple way we saw on the TV whereby people, they were eating grass, people they were eating different things because of faith. Mm. So it's hard, you know, to get, uh, to have that faith in God. You believe each and everything that at least can lead you to be closer to God. So you can see that things that are happening, uh, it's hard. You don't know whom to 
to trust so that it can lead you to where you want to be. Because if you check on that movie of silence, uh, two priests, they were having a mission to go to find Father Ferrero. Mm-hmm. So when they arrived there, uh, they find different problems where the people have been tortured and everything. And then finally, one of the priests, he managed to arrive to Father Ferrero. And he found that Father Ferrero, after the torture that he received, he ended up changing himself. But deep, deep down, if you can hear some of the words that he's saying, he still believes mm. on his uh, on his Christian li- life, whereby he said, yeah, I still believe in, in God, Jesus Christ. But in the face of Chinese, he showed them that he doesn't believe because it's whereby you can see his on top of the statue of God, of Jesus. Mm. So, you know, he, he, when he stamp on top of it, he's not doing it with all his heart. Mm. He's doing it for survival. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. If I put it into an overall of what people they do here in South Africa, as, or as an African or whatever the world it is, people eating grass and doing anything. You know, sometimes you ask yourself that, man, I wish they can be able to see this movie mm. and put themselves there and see what the real God it is. So it's a really challenging movie. It definitely, it's a challenging one whereby, uh, you know, after watching the movie, after just watching it, you know, you can't talk, you can't do anything. You just want yourself to be silent. You want to, so you are, And ask uh, yourself and relate yourself to the movie, where am I? Uh-huh. So, and so, then where do I fit? I'm a real Catholic or I'm just a person? Because on the move there was a guy there, he was always ask forgiveness. But when the challenges come, he moved the challenges mm. for survival. But after some while, he'll always go back and ask forgiveness. Mm. So you ask yourself, where are you? Are you like, uh, are you following Jesus? Or are you there following Jesus by name? Or by, by from your heart? Well, it sounds like, I mean, it just sounds like such a, it sounds like it's really had an impact in you. And when you, when you talked now, I thought there's another silence coming in that you said after the movie, you just want to be in silence to have time to process. Uh, and yeah. that's, that's a very kind of Ignatian way of dealing with things to, to stop and reflect. Yes, that's the way on our group that helps uh, Ignatius. It, all, it helps us to always to come in silent whereby we can find ourselves. Mm. Yeah, so with that movie, it also reminded me that man, uh, I must find myself into that movie where I belong. 
Well, thank Frank. Frank, thank you very much for talking to us this morning. That's been it's been insightful to just hear how you experience silence. So, thank you very much, and hopefully, we will chat to you again someday. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So we also have with us Anne, and Anne is going to talk about her experience of silence. So Anne, how did you find silence? Hello, Francis. Devastating. Um, thank you very much for having me. I found the movie a soul-moving experience. It really plowed deep into you, and um, yes, I went together with a group to watch from CLC. There were 12, of, 12, 13 of us, and we came out, and we walked away, and nobody said a word. Mm. Um, I agree with Frank there. It, it induced the silence in us, too. Um, the bottom line is that, in actual fact, um, Rodrigo's apostatizes and he deserts. He leaves the young, the people, these amazing Christian groups who'd, read, who'd welcomed him so warmly because they hadn't had a priest for years. And he and, and his, his friend. And their enthusiasm and their conviction that they were meeting with true Christians who they did, which they did as Christians, to Christians. The interaction with the villagers was just amazing. And he walks away from it. He, he lets them down. He leaves and joins the enemy. But the complexity of, of the seduction is enormous. The um, they, wa- they force him to watch his fellow Christians being tortured, as they had done with, Fernandi- with Ferreira. And they, they appeal to the, the scholar in him. They appeal to the rationale. It's always ra- be rational, be rational. Let go of, the in- of this em- emotional reaction. Um, he's captured, so he's a prisoner. There is no ways he can escape and get back to these people that he wanted to serve. He's trapped. Um, They torture him. They force him to watch his now friends being tortured. And even that, he still hangs in. And the whole problem is that they cannot kill him. They have to keep him alive to endure because they cannot cope with a martyr. Because if they have a martyr on their hands, then that community is stronger than ever. The Christian community they're trying to subdue is stronger than ever. And they, they, they use this um, terrible torture of leaving him hungry and cold and hurt and then cleaning him up and taking him into comfortable, reasonable situations and giving him good food and talking to him about the fact that they don't believe 
that these people he believes to be Christian are truly Christian. And they emphasize over and over that a cultural difference means that they are, these, these Christians are appealing to a God, but it might not be the God he thinks they're appealing to. They emphasize the, the cultural differences. They emphasize the need for rationality. They emphasize the need for them. Well, they, what they don't ever actually say out loud is what we have got to do because we're afraid of this group is actually completely eliminate them. Mm. But they, the pressure is unreal. And eventually the greatest pressure is they confront him with the man who'd been his spiritual director, his tutor in the Jesuit community back in Europe, and this man has gone through 15 years of this agony. The film opens with him watching his Christian community being killed in front of him, and they don't kill him. That also they don't kill him, because if they kill him, they have a martyr. They cannot afford the martyrdom. And I, it's been on my mind ever since. <laughs> it's a moving experience of, of an incredible depth. And I looked at my life and realized that in a degree, I had experienced some of this. I went through a situation once where somebody was trying to convince me that I was totally wrong about certain things and spent hours talking to me about how wrong I was and how I should actually appreciate a different point of view. And I could see as he listened to this, in, and he was forced to listen, he couldn't get away, to this endless argument about how beautiful Buddhism was and how this was also a great spiritual experience, which, from a 20th, 1st century point of view, we can appreciate is. Mm -hmm. We don't, we're not quite so set on Jesus being the way, yes, for us, for us, is it the only way? But that's a modern point of view. And, but being, being talked to until you want to scream, all right, I'll agree with you just to, keep the, to stop the noise. And realizing then, also realizing that in some situations, and I did, I picked up and got myself out and walked away from something because I realized it was hurting me and the people around me whom I love very dearly. And yet the agony because it had been a commitment, the agony of actually walking away from a commitment that you can only overcome through the grace of Christ. And these Christians, they did, they understood the crucifixion in a sense that even we, I feel, cannot actually ever understand it because a lot of the torture was, form, was a form of crucifixion that the Japanese used. But they were put through it until they died. Whereas the two priests, they were put through endless torture and the bigger torture of watching them die. But they would not allow them to die because they could not allow martyrs. So it really, I mean, it's, it's interesting as you talk that, that the movie drew you in. I was, I was struck that both you and Frank talked about how it, it kind of drew you into silence, that, mm. that at the end of it, though you'd gone as a group to watch, you were left in silence. Mm. But it also really brought up experiences of pain in your own life and made you re-encounter them, re-think about them. Mm. So, 
So we're going to talk some more about silence next week. We're going to have an interview next week with Father Anthony Egan, who's one of the Jesuits. So we thought it would be quite interesting just to start off having some, some lay people, some Catholic lay people who know something about the Jesuits and their way of life from Christian life communities, uh, talking about their experience. The Jesuits have had quite a lot of exposure to silence. The, the premiere of the movie was to a large group of Jesuits. So, so they've engaged with it. And um, next week we'll talk to Father Anthony Egan and he'll draw out some of the ideas that uh, some of the Jesuits have found significant about silence. It, it, it really reflects on them um, very much. And if you go online and you look at any of the reviews online, you'll see that some of the reviews are very positive about it. And some of the reviews from the church are quite negative about the movie. It's a challenging movie. It, it's an uncomfortable movie. Earlier when I was talking to all of you about Beyond the River, I said this is the movie that will make you feel good. Well, Silence, as you can hear already, is not a movie that's going to necessarily make you feel good. But it is a deeply moving, impressive movie. Uh, one of the Jesuits said to me, and I must say this to all of you, he really recommends people going to watch it on the big screen because of the amazing scenery that is shot in the movie. So while it is on circuit, he recommends you watch it on a big screen. Obviously, it will come out later on, on DVD. But while it is on the big screen, to go and watch it because the, the cinematography is apparently extraordinarily beautiful as you, you look at the escapes of, of Japan, um, which is a very different kind of country to our own in terms of everything. It's an island. It's... Uh, lush and green, where we are, a, you know, uh, not a rain-heavy country, an arid country. So all of that kind of coming into play. What we're going to do now is listen to just one of the pieces of music from Silence. So even the the music of the of the film is actually quite desolate if you listen to it. <laughs> 